Good morning and welcome back to Margin. This morning we're going to talk about my thoughts on minimalism. So let's jump right into it. Welcome to the Millennial Margin Podcast. I created this personal finance resource out of necessity as I've watched countless people schedule away, mortgage up, and max out their lives. Margin is simply the antithesis, providing leeway in an increasingly marginless culture. If you want to build margin into your personal finances on a daily basis, this is the podcast for you. So about six years ago now, there was a uh, documentary put out by Netflix called Minimalism. So Minimalism actually started quite the movement of minimalists who followed a uh, and follow a certain uh, way of life, a certain approach to life. Now, originally, uh, these two founders uh, basically found themselves in their late 20s, uh, climbing the corporate ladder, uh, acquiring stuff uh, to try to make them happy, but found uh, a lot of it to be just uh, unfulfilling. And so they went on this journey to show people a different way of living. So the storyline talks about how we are constantly on the chase due to discontentment. So we are chasing after uh, buying products and services uh, that end up filling our uh, homes and storage units uh, that don't actually add value, that don't actually add fulfillment, uh, but just give us something else to be distracted by. And so it talks a lot about advertising and the uh, the focus of advertising in actually having a impact on our purchasing behavior. Now this purchasing behavior of minimalism specifically focuses in on making sure that your purchases have a purpose. To make sure that you are not buying something just because some advertisement told you to uh, or some neighbor told you to or a colleague accordingly, uh, but that you are buying it with purpose, uh, with intentionality and buying those things that really do matter most to you. So the documentary talks about the increasing availability or access to stuff and how that stuff uh, is is multiplied by increasing the sizes of our homes and our storage units uh, and yet not necessarily bringing us joy. And so having that thought process of buying with intentionality, with a level of joy that comes from that purchase uh, and with a purpose with it so that we're not just blindly filling up uh, the, uh, the homes and storage units we have with needless stuff that then we have to maintain. So this movement has caused a, many people to run the other way from this ultra consumerism mindset. And, uh, and, and in this movement, you've found different subsects of people who have methodologies around paying for something when you can afford to buy it rather than what payment you can afford at a given point in time. So one of the commentators talks about how our relationship with things is not the best and the fact that our things own us rather than us owning our things. And I previously mentioned that in a prior episode of how to evaluate things from a standpoint of making sure that your things you own intentionally but those things don't own you. Those things aren't controlling you. So you speak of life being ultimately more than bills and money and work, but actually 
focused in on uh, what contribution someone brings rather than what they've accumulated. And actually having a proper relationship with stuff, proper relationship with things that you buy and keeping that in perspective in regards to who you are. Now, there are a lot of movements around minimalism and, uh, you know, whether it's tiny house living or it is uh, the fire movement or, or a number of different aspects, you can see these various movements that have a different shift or a different viewpoint, uh, but is closely related to living life very differently than what is traditionally seen as, uh, as, as Americans. And so when we are looking at uh, a documentary that came out now six years ago and a corresponding book uh, on uh, minimalism, it can be easy to see where they were coming from at the time, but how, meant, how much things have accelerated or only accelerated since that time in American consumerism. So what we've experienced even in the last year is a magnification of the concerns that this documentary uh, puts forth. And, and what we've seen is, is household incomes are steadily increasing, but housing prices are, are quickly escaping the affordability of the average American household. And then beyond that, basically, people have gone out and used stimulus to buy new cars, to buy more stuff, to invest in markets. And it has had this ripple effect of consumerism in a time when you would think that people would be pulling back. Now, I believe that some of this is because uh, some of the fears around a recession have subsided and some people are, are coping uh, with the challenges over the last year with purchasing and with uh, making their environments as best as they can, you know, improving their envi- environments to, to the best ability they can. Uh, but also from that standpoint, uh, they are, uh, are, are, are taking an approach where they see, uh, you know, the, the government stepping in and printing money, uh, causing for uh, real-time inflation to occur, and, and people frantically buying things in order to purchase them before they get more expensive. And so what you're seeing is almost like a, a, a process of people speeding up the process of hyper-consumerism. And so they're, they're speeding up the process of buying even more than they were before. Uh, and of course, I understand that certain um, uh, subsects of the economy um, have been hit harder than others, and and certain ones uh, may be uh, excelling forward while others are dying off, and I understand that. But as a society as a whole, the biggest concern is the fact uh, that this consumerism, this concern that was laid out by the minimalists, uh, has only sped up, has only increased. So with the tagline of living a meaningful life that the minimalism movement has, I think it is important whether you are a minimalist, whether you live a very simple life or you prefer to buy things with a great deal of intentionality or if you live life, you know, very much so in line with the American lifestyle, 
that you actually evaluate, that you evaluate not only the impact of those decisions, but also whether that lifestyle that you're living is because of influences outside of yourself, or if that is something that you've actually chosen to to live life out in, in that manner. And so I bring this up in particular because I've seen a huge shift in the last year of, of, of people being less and less cautious and, and more uh, bullish when it comes to uh, consumerism. And so although we have all heard of the minimalist movement, we may not have figured out you know, how that aligns and how things have shifted, how things have sped up even since that was published, even since that movement was um, was started. So my call to action today comes down to looking at your current lifestyle, looking at it from the lens of what you think you need or want from a lifestyle standpoint versus what society, what advertising, what uh, you know, uh, colleagues or friends or neighbors have impressed upon you that should be important, important and uh, meaningful to you. Thank you for your time. Enjoy your day. We'll see you back here tomorrow. If this information is helpful to you, explore the Margin Membership, where me and my team will help you take the information you're learning and apply it to your life and your finances. I've built an interactive course that allows me and my team to come alongside people like you to help you revamp your finances and build margin into your life. Click the link in the description below for more information. If this information is helpful to you, please do follow, visit millenniummargin.com or connect with me on Margin's social platforms.